This week on Hot Girl Torah, Emily and I will chit-chat about our favorite Jewish influencers and what it means in Judaism to actually be an influencer. So we would love for you to join your two favorite Jewish influencers for this lively discussion. Hey. Hey. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Um, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great. I have been having a great couple of days. Excellent. And yourself? Yeah, I'm great. I mean, went on spring break. It was awesome. Um, back and looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, me too. Looking forward to the weekend for sure. Yeah. <laughs> did you any did you celebrate for um St. Patrick's Day? Did you do anything? Oh, yes, I did. Actually, I met up with my my longtime friend from college and it was so nice to see her again. And as I do with most things, I did not know anybody who was going to be there. But I said, like, fuck it, I'm going to go anyway and make friends. And it was totally the right decision. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. What did you do? Did you do anything? Um, no. I don't think so, but this upcoming weekend is when we celebrate it here at school. We have like an all-day thing Saturday, and there might be a run of the gingers, which I will be participating in. You must participate. Wait, I was just... um, Wait, that's amazing. I was just talking with somebody about how St. Patty's Day is like the longest holiday ever. Like in D.C., I know there's there was like events and stuff happening for it like up until like up till like three weeks ago and now you're saying that your school doesn't celebrate it till next weekend yeah so that's That's hilarious it really is the longest holiday ever and for good reason you know what it's a good one yeah i wonder hmm, what's the jewish perspective on celebrating saint patty's day oh maybe it'll be the next episode for a future episode for a future episode hold us to that loyal fans (laughs) So are you ready to talk being an influencer? I am so ready to talk being an influencer, especially since we consider ourselves influencers. Um, And just for everyone to know, if you don't know Dara well enough, she does have a shirt that says small internet micro celebrity. That's close. Oh, it doesn't say that? It says niche internet micro celebrity. Oh, niche internet micro celebrity. Okay. I was close. Um, it's my favorite shirt of Dara's. Um, and I really think it just like, I think you should have worn it today to honor this recording. Oh, you are totally right. But we are. Me and EK and I are niche internet micro celebrities, which we could talk for hours about what that actually means. But like, I think being like a local influencer is like a thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm very influential on this campus. Oh, a campus influencer. Yeah, I'm a campus influencer. No big deal. What about you? Do you think you're like a DC influencer? Oh no, I okay. I I don't. I think I'm a Jewish influencer. I'm I'm a niche internet micro Jewish celebrity. Yes, I think that classifies as accurate for you. Yeah, yeah, and I I think you too. Niche internet micro Jewish celebrity. That's that should be the new H HGT Instagram bio. Yes, it's happening. We're changing it. Um, we're changing it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to talk about influencers this week. Um, 
personally, I'm really excited to talk about influencers in the Torah Ooh. because it's where it all began. Right. What does Yeah. it what does it mean to be an influencer in the biblical days? I mean, so listen up. We're going to find out. I want you to guess, perhaps, who do you think was the first influencer of all time? Of all time? Okay, maybe of all Jewish time. Of <laughs> all Jewish time. Hmm. You can make an argument for a lot of people. Like Eve was a very big influencer, especially with with Adam. So true. She influenced him to eat that fruit. Am I right? She really did. <laughs> That's funny. So who yeah. is who who would you consider the first? Well, according to some contemporary Jewish study, Abraham is actually considered an influencer and perhaps the first influencer of all Jewish time. Um, the first time that we see Abraham being an influencer is in the parasha of Lech Lecha, which is the third um, portion in all of the Torah. So it's like right at the beginning of Genesis um, and in the portion It's like the first time when God speaks to Abraham and is like, hey, you're going to be my little influencer. Basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me saying. Okay. Wait, Lech Lecha is read on <laughs> Simchat Torah. Did you know that? I did not. Um, so funny story is I like know the portion. Like I've done the Aliyah at my synagogue. I've done the Aliyah of Lech Lecha at my synagogue. No way. Why? Like just because of some Khatora? I I think it was I've I've not to brag, but I've read Torah like a lot. So there's a lot of portions that I know. So I it either was for a special holiday at my synagogue or it was for when I taught junior congregation, which is like for like the middle schoolers. Like there was a few times that I read Torah for them. But I do know I do know the portion. But wait, so so God was like you're my influencer so doesn't that make god the influencer Well, kind of, but, like, I think that, like, with all things, you could argue, like, what well, wasn't God the first, like, whatever, whatever, but, like, he, like, made Abraham the first. So I guess yes, but basically, in the portion, he's like, hey, Abraham, like, you're going to be an influencer, and, like, you're going to be such a great nation, and, like, have so many uh, offsprings and all that, and then Abraham is like, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. Um, and then so he takes Sarah, his wife, and they run along. Um, and he like settles in Canaan and continuing in the portion, God like speaks more to Abraham and is like, here's all the things I want you to do to like be an influencer. First, you have to make an Instagram account. No, just kidding. Um, he's basically like, you have to circumcise yourself. So Abraham does that to be an influencer commitment. Commitment. Uh, He commitment really, he sold himself to the brand, like a thousand percent. a thousand percent he is so bought into the brand That, I mean, like the circumcision is the commitment, like that was him signing the brand contract. yeah legit a covenant like just like a legitimate covenant right there in blood no less anyway then at the end of the portion abraham um and sarah have isaac and that's like the like 
main event basically at the end of the portion um and then abraham is like oh my god god blessed me with a son i have to continue to be his influencer i'm now committing myself to god i am his influencer yay um so like abraham signs the covenant with god god grants him a son all is merry and abraham becomes the best influencer of all time what's funny to me is that like in all of my studies there was like one specific class period i remember where my professor was like was abraham actually jewish which like the answer is no yeah the answer is no but like he as was the, or like hebrew as the first influencer of judaism like being can you be the first influencer of anything and while also being that thing you mean while also not being that thing what because was he what was he influencing exactly totally um that's a great question and it reminds me so i'm also in a class funnily enough this semester called the new testament where we read all of the books in the new testament and learn a ton about it and so immediately what i thought of when you said that was jesus because jesus was a jew and lived his whole life as a jew um even and and like was he the first influencer of christianity as a jew totally i mean you like yeah but he was still a Jew. He still wasn't part of the, like, uh, I guess, thought system that he was influencing on behalf of. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, it, it's interesting because it's you, even without doing much of anything or having, like, the, uh, like, thoughts completely built out, like, you can still influence others to, like, pursue their own like meaning i guess um like obviously the christianity that's practiced now and and the judaism that's practiced by now right now for sure is extremely different than like that was practiced of jesus and abraham so i think to consider abraham as like the first jewish influencer is so interesting because like the brand that he was influencing is definitely not the brand that's the brand of judaism that we still like adhere to today absolutely but, I mean, I know we kind of said it jokingly, but, like, if Abraham circumcising himself was committing to the brand, then we're defining part of the brand being, like, circumcision, which is still a part of the brand that Jews subscribe to today. So maybe he was just, like, an OG ambassador. I mean, I also think that, like, goes into, like, how, like, core circumcision is to the brand which is like a whole other topic and don't worry we have an episode in the works about it um but that is super interesting and i guess also like the text and stuff i mean no because there wasn't any texts really when abraham was around um it was really just like you will do this and you will like commit yourself to this religion and you know pass it down from children to children and like this is who you will be and to influence is just to make this one commitment. So I think it's also a, a discussion about like how much effort and work needs to go in to influencing others. And like, can you do it without any work at all? Or can you like, does it always have to be like on purpose or like with a, you know, with a contract or whatever? Totally. That's a good question. 
Like, does it have to be like, I think that, you know, people are influencing others all the time. I think in the sense that we're talking about like formal, you know, influencers in the contemporary use of the word, like it's more formalized, but also like, you know, like my friends influence me all the time to like buy things or, you know, subscribe to certain brands or like influence me to like believe certain things or whatever it might be. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I agree. And I, I know that I influence people like in that way all the time. Like when someone asks you what they should get for dinner, <laughs> that's influencing them. Right. Uh, influential and in, like indirect ways. Like we don't see it, but like for all we know, someone else is making a decision based on something they saw us do. Right. Totally. I think that sometimes influence and power can be um, like intertwined and also like it's not, I don't think it's the same thing I'm thinking like you as like your sorority president you have a lot of influence but it also is like it's also power like there's like a certain set of rules associated um, mm. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs does like a really incredible interpretation between power and influence when they are very different so like for example what he says is if he has power and he shares it with nine other people, he says he only has one-tenth of the power that he had at first. So if he is the king and he's like, okay, I'm now going to have 10 more kings, then he, or if he has has nine more kings, he would only have one-tenth of the king power because now the power has to be shared amongst all the kings. However, if he has a certain measure of influence over others and he shares it with those nine other kings, he doesn't have less influence. So what he says is power works by division and influence by multiplication, which is super interesting. Um, And he says that Judaism has an ambivalent attitude towards power and that like power is necessary. Um, And like in Pirkei Avot, your fave, um, one of the rabbis says, without power, people would eat one another alive. Whereas I think influence is more of a nice to have, but also when you have someone with great influence and they make very positive change, it can be even more beneficial and influential than someone who just has power. I really, really like that um, distinction between power and influence and like power divides, influence multiplies. I mean, I think Uh, like, so for example, like your sorority, like we talked about last week, all the sorority stuff, your sorority president, which gives you like an innate power in your sorority, like people have to, you know, obey the standards or whatever it is. Whereas like, I was never on executive board of my sorority yet. I felt like I had a lot of influence because, uh, you know, just because of my personality and like the friends I had made and, you know, the different, like, you know, my longevity in the, in the sorority by the time I was a senior, et cetera. Influence is earned. Power is given. Yes. I was just going to say it, it reminds, like there's a distinction there also between those who command respect and those who demand it. Like those who demand it probably are into power and those who command it likely have significant influence. I really like that. That's cool. I mean, it's also like when you demand power, like no, it's people will resist giving it to you because you're like, I must have this. Whereas like when you command power, it's like people will give it to you because they feel like it's their own decision. Which all ties back to influence. Like someone 
like it, if someone has influence over you is your personal decision, but you can let people not have power over you. So yeah, it's, it's all back to like personal, like liberty basically. And like, I mean, human nature, the more we can control for ourselves, the happier we are. So you can control influence and in whether you command or whether you give someone what they command, but you can't really control what people demand of you or what you're forced to do via power. Right, 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 right. And like when people are influencing you, it sort of feels more like a choice. Like, okay, like I'm scrolling on TikTok. I see someone wearing a cute outfit. I'm going to be more likely to like be- love that outfit than like if I go to school and they're like, you must wear this uniform. Totally. Absolutely. Wait, that's so funny because the exact next quote I have from Zachariah is all about how influence is a choice and power is a directive. Oh my God. Wait, let's hear it. That's awesome. Okay, so it's sort of like, so basically, like an angel comes to um, the like narrator of the story, and the angel says, like, what do you see? And the narrator says, I see a lampstand, all of gold with a bowl above it. The lamps on it are seven in number, and the lamps above it have seven pipes. By it are two olive trees, and one on the right of the bowl, and one is on its left, which of course is just one of those like biblical descriptions of things that make no sense like you ever see those memes that are like this is a blah 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 with biblical accuracy yes i love those (laughs) that reminds me of this um whereas then the angel asks um the narrator and says what does this mean and he the guy goes like what do you mean what does this mean like i just told you what it means and the angel is like no like it is like this not by might, not not by power, but by the spirits from the, it's like the one song. Not by might, yeah. I was just going to say that sounds so familiar. We should, I'll like, we need to sing it. Or like, maybe I'll put in like a, I'll put in a clip of it. Clip. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically where it's like, oh, well now that song like makes so much more sense where it's not by might, not but by power, by spirit alone, like we'll all live in peace where it's like power is like what it, it is like, okay, yeah, sure. It was like a bunch of bowls with lamps and whatever it is and the trees, but like what you sort of spiritually and like see like influence your influence to see like, that's a choice. Totally. Which I thought was was really cool i mean another another example of that would be like in moda ani which is like one of the opening prayers to like a prayer service um it basically says like we're saying to god like uh we like god is like all powerful like thank you for like allowing us to know that like we will and then we'll basically like are making the choice to allow that knowledge to have an influence on us and like then go about our day with that knowledge that like god is one god is powerful like we you know can we'll choose to like let that influence like how we live our daily lives as like successful and happy jews absolutely well i really like that connection yeah um, and i like it shows up in multiple places yeah, it it which it does, which I thought was cool. So yeah. another another so besides Abraham, who is you know his own influencer. If Abraham was going to be a brand ambassador, what would be the item that he would support? That's a good question. 
such a good question. I'm going to need to think about it for a little. Yeah. Okay. We'll think about it. We'll come back. And the same yeah. question for Moses. If Moses was a modern day influencer, what would be, what, who would he be a brand sponsor for? Yeah. <laughs> so Moses had no power. Like, I mean, the he, like whole story with like, let my people go. Like he literally had nothing to support him with like, freeing the slaves in Egypt but he had massive influence so like basically he like used his influence and like his relationships and like he was you know he networked with God to like get what he wanted and like I mean really God networked with him but um to like get what it is he wanted um and I I think that Moses is like a, a really good example of an influencer because he was not given power and like influence was given to him by the folks around him like he didn't he was a shy leader he like had a stutter like was nervous about and like not super confident in his abilities yet had so much influence because people knew that he was a great leader so interesting it definitely sounds like moses's um like way of leadership was from the back of the room um, which is also something that we talk about all the time, leading from the back of the room versus the front. Like when you lead from the back of the room, you command the room. And like when you lead from the front, you demand the room. So it just all connects. It all I mean, connects. It's also so much more challenging to lead from the back of the room. And I think like to be an influencer who comes from within the crowd is like that much more meaningful. And then you'll get more people to listen to you. Okay, so you did ask me if Abraham was a modern influencer, who would be his brand sponsor? So since I'm an active college student and we talk about this in like every single class that I'm in, I put it into chat GPT. What did it say? So chat GPT says that Abraham, uh, a brand that could potentially sponsor him would be a charity or a nonprofit dedicated to promoting peace, compassion, and social justice. Oh, that's such a cop-out answer. Also, yeah, I know. But they also said, given his story of leaving home and starting a new life, a brand that promotes travel and exploration could potentially sponsor him. So true. Abraham also, would be sponsored by Airbnb. <clears throat> so true. He'd be wandering in that desert. Okay, so I also asked about Moses. Moses is known for leading his people out of slavery and into freedom. So a brand that that promotes freedom, empowerment, and social justice could align with his values. Okay, another cop-out answer. Thank you, ChatGPT. Exactly. Yeah. Cop-out answers. Okay, well, we'll we'll think of better ones. Yeah. I'm like, I want, like, an actual name of a brand. Should I be like, please name brands, though? Yeah, and say, like, modern-day brand. It's thinking. I think I'm stumping it. Maybe we'll, we could, we'll pose it to the pose it to the audience. Mm-hmm. You know who I would have a really good answer to this and could make a really good joke of it. What? Who? My, my, my monody's nuts. Tell me more. So what? my monody's nuts. Are you so, kidding me? Take me up the middle first. Wow, we're funny today. We're hilarious today. Um, so Emily and I's like number one top favorite influencer, Jewish Jewish influencer, is this girl whose stage name is Maimonides Nuts, which is a combination of both Jewish scholar Maimonides 
and the meme D's Nuts, which is just comedy humor at its finest. And it is like the exact like same sort of vibes as like Hot Girl Torah, where it's like taking like something modern day slang and like connecting it to like old ancient like Jewish wisdom. Um, so shout out to Maimonides Nuts. If you ever go on her Instagram or her Twitter, she tweets like really funny like stuff about Talmud and Jewish wisdom. And it is so quirky and smart. And we are obsessed with you. So if for some reason she is listening to our podcast, huge shout out. Yeah, we like send each other your tweets every day. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, I mean, her, her Twitter is hilarious. We just followed her on Instagram. I mean, I just followed her on Instagram. I don't know if you were following her, Dara, but um, yeah. That, so I think, is like such a unique way of Jewish influencing. There's a few. I mean, there's a million other like Jewish influencers on TikTok, on Instagram. There's one other girl who I really like on tiktok her name is sarah haskell she's called that relatable jew and she makes like really cutie patootie tiktoks like about judaism and i think like it's all different audiences like hot girl torah and like maimonides nuts is like a very different audience because we're like speaking to folks who might already have a little bit of knowledge um like are looking for something to connect them further whereas like Sarah on TikTok is sort of like teaching Judaism to folks who know nothing about Judaism or know like very little or who might already be Jewish and know a lot and want to know more. We're like, we do the same thing, but it's just different audiences. So interesting in terms of like Jewish, Jewish influencing. I love it. There's so many different people, kinds, demographics. Um Okay. We want to we want to know your faves, so send us who your faves are. So true. DM us on Instagram, um, who your favorite Jewish influencers are. We will follow them, um, and check it out. Um, I'm asking Chat GPT for some Torah memes. What is it saying? It said when you see someone eating pork, but you know Leviticus eleven seven to eight. <laughs> that's so funny that's like a terrible meme but that's hilarious that's hilarious that we ask it ask it for another okay it's giving me a list it's just working really slowly because i think it has no information on torah memes in its database um okay it said when someone asks what's the point of reading torah but you know deuteronomy six six through nine which i I don't know i'm guessing it's the point of reading torah wait now you need to look up that verse oh it's like take to heart these instructions with which i charge you these day impress them upon your children bind them as a sign oh it's bind them on the sign and let them serve as a symbol on your forehead and on inscribe them on your doorposts fair enough okay then the next one is when you finally finish reading the entire torah but you know it's time to start over with genesis 1 1 okay like it, these need to be better Someone needs to be, someone needs to give ChatGPT, uh, ChatGPT needs to listen to Hot Girl Torah. So true. Should I ask it if it knows what we are? Yeah, say, do you, no, because it doesn't know any info from pre-2021. Uh, true, never mind. That's funny. Um. Okay, so 
one more I have a question about Jewish influencing so this is like my favorite question to ask people in terms of regular influencers but like do Jewish celebrities and I guess celebrities in general have a responsibility to be influencers to the Jewish community just because of the power that they hold like if we mm-hmm. you know if like Hawk Girl Tara super blows up and we start you know going around and doing book tours or doing live shows like do we it is it is it at then at that point our responsibility to teach Torah in a certain way or to uphold Jewish laws in a certain way to like show younger people like there is a right way to do something like I'm thinking the Kardashians for example because they are influencers is it is it then their responsibility to be like the most best citizens of the U you know, of like whatever, or like, do they have to have certain morals because they are in front of a lot of people at all times? Yeah. Great question. Personally, I think yes, but that's not how the world works. Um, That's just how it goes. I think it's, it's interesting. I think in like my first reaction would be to say no especially with like it it always bothers me when people are like oh the kardashians are bad like influences on young children and then in my head i'm like well no like it's actually like the parents and like the school's responsibility to like teach the child how to be like a, a moral person but i think with jewish influencers it's a little different um because judaism is a community like whereas other religions are very individualized judaism is like a unit and we function as a community more so than a group like more so than just individuals and Mm -hmm. jews are like responsible for each other um so which is proven by the fact that like a jew might recite a blessing for another person even if like they have already like fulfilled their own obligation like jews are still like jews you know we have to have a minyan to pray like it's a judaism is a communal religion and i think that being an influencer like in judaism because judaism is so communal it then does become your responsibility so yeah i agree i think that it's it's different with jewish influencers yeah Uh, I totally yeah I totally agree with what you said another Hmm. answer to that question is Leviticus 1914 which says do not place a stumbling block before the blind which is just good advice in general but really speaks to the fact that like in Judaism if you have the power you must use it right and use it in a way that you know makes other people succeed absolutely i like that it's very um like i like that judaism uh promotes doing the right thing there of course what do you think is like our responsibility with you know being niche internet micro jewish celebrities um i think it's our responsibility to be honest um with how we like present ourselves and with what we publish and put out into the world. And I think that we're fulfilling our responsibility in the Jewish way because 
we are doing everything that we do like with um our Judaism in mind um and so in that way I think we are fulfilling our responsibility by being Jewish in everything that we do so what we're, pretty, we're pretty good influencers I, I would say so <laughs> I mean I, I consider myself a pretty good influencer Ooh, me too I would consider myself a good influencer also because we're we're, we're, we're true to ourselves and I think that's like the best the best thing that you can promote is like being yourself absolutely love love that what a week what an episode what a week what an episode cheers to being influencers and cheers cheers, to cheers to being local influencers and influencers to yourself and leading yourselves to greatness and the jews totally and the jews and if Moses and Abraham were influencers, what brand would they sponsor? Leave yeah, their comments yeah. down below. <laughs> yeah, seriously, please. Thanks for listening to Hot Girl Torah. Catch us on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep an eye out for our upcoming website and store. Keep that head on a swivel. See you next time. See ya. See ya.